How was everyone's Memorial Day weekend? You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. I had to go to work, but how did you spend yours? I'd love to hear from you. Just hit that link on the show notes to leave me a voice message. If you got a story to tell or a life lesson to share, let's hear about it. To our men and women who chose to serve and who continues to protect this great country from foreign and domestic threats, we salute you. This country is only free because of the brave. Speaking of people in service, let me tell you about how I experienced Southern hospitality when I got pulled over by a Texas officer. Welcome to this week's Rehash. Frustrated with California and its stifling regulations and taxes, we decided to check out where everyone is moving to. Texas! From businesses to regular hardworking people are moving to less restrictive states. Californians seeking freedom. Besides being taxed less, gas prices are way more reasonable, less regulations, and in some cases, there are no state income tax. People are simply being left alone by the state to thrive and live freely. We have been meaning to visit the great state of Texas, but have never really gotten around to do it. So we finally said, the heck with it, and off we went. It was quite a road trip. The moment we crossed the Arizona border, somehow the feeling was liberating. I know it's just psychological, but that's just how we felt. Or maybe it was because of the $2 cheaper gas that was available everywhere. If you pay close attention to the gas pumps in any California city, you'll notice that half of the price per gallon is just tax on top of tax on top of even more tax that they just call fees. We plan to stop at each state along the way, at least for a day or two, to get a feel of the people in the towns or cities where we thought might be a good place to move to. To see the sites, what industries were there, what properties are for sale and how much, among other stuff that people think of when considering to move to another state. It was funny that three out of five people we interacted with in Arizona, from restaurant owners to waiters or just retired people gardening outside their home, were from California. And all of them encouraged us to move out of the socialist state. Everything was going well until we reached New Mexico. You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. The four-lane Interstate 40 divided by a center divider was long and boring. Everyone was driving at speed limit on the right lane. In front of me was a long hauler which blocked my view of the vast desert landscape, which made it even worse. So my impatience kicked in and I decided to speed up, take the passing lane to pass the truck at least, but sure enough, as I was passing the truck above the speed limit, a police cruiser was right in the middle divider, with its radar speed gun aimed toward the oncoming traffic, which was me. I tried to slow down, but it was too late. As we passed the truck and the cruiser, I could already see in my rearview mirror the cruiser making its way out of the divider and heading towards my tail. So I got lit up and pulled over. 
I tried to beg for mercy, trying to appeal to the officer that we were on a family vacation and was just visiting his free state. Though he did not budge, he was kind enough to be honest and said that he can't let me get off with just a warning because New Mexico needed the revenue. Oh well, what can we really do with that, right? I had California plates, was the only one speeding in the line of cars and trucks in a two-lane highway. I was just asking for it. Mind you, this was my first speeding ticket ever. Friends even teased me of driving at speed limit, but because Californians are known to go 10 miles above speed limit and nobody really cares, so for a Californian, I actually drove slow. Anyway, I tried to move on with our trip, but was still bothered by the ticket. It was not the price of the ticket, but the points that will go against my license that I was concerned about. As night fell, we were barely entering Texas. The place we were to sleep for the night was still miles away. So we were driving along a dark Texas highway with few towns spread miles and miles apart. The tricky part was, as we approach a town, the speed limit goes down significantly and abruptly. So by the time you notice the change on the speed limit signs, you have already entered the slow zone but still at highway speeds. Not to mention that this was around 0-200 hours. So there were barely any cars and here we were with a packed SUV with California plates violating local speed limits. Once again, I got lit up and memories of the stop from the previous day rushed back. All I can think of was, oh god, not again. This is going to be another point on my license. How much will this cost me? How much will this increase my insurance premium and so on? I know I'm making it sound like a big deal, but for a person who never had a speeding ticket and to be pulled over twice in a week, and for a frugal guy, these kinds of expenses hurts a lot. Surprisingly, the officer handled the stop impressively well. The officer that walked up my window was more than 6'3", at least. So his stature alone was already intimidating. With a cowboy hat, of course. This is Texas, after all. I say surprising and impressive because his demeanor was actually pleasant. You could almost say it was with a southern hospitality. He was going through the procedures without being too obvious about it. So instead of asking me to do a sobriety test, he spoke to me real close to check if he can smell alcohol on my breath. Then he asked me to go back with him to his patrol car because he forgot his ticket pad. But he made sure I walked ahead of him. So I knew that that was his way of checking if I was walking straight. He talked to me a bit in front of his patrol car, which I am sure was taking a video of me as he made his inquiries. He asked what we were doing in Texas, where were we headed, and why we were on the road at 2am, all in a friendly tone. When I told him that we were looking for a place to move, he even jokingly commented, Is it that bad already over there in California? Then he told me to wait right where I was standing, because he had to get the VIN number of the car. But before he actually looked at where the VIN number was, I saw him lean into the driver window and spoke to my wife. I later found out that he asked the same questions to her, verifying if we had the same story. By God's grace, he let us off with a warning. But unfortunately, that New Mexico ticket already did the damage. It was enough to gain points against my license, which jacked up my insurance premiums way high. So check on your insurance policies. You may be paying cheap on your monthly premiums, but if anything happens, like an accident or a ticket, it might be good to know how much they will punish you for it. This is Earl Francis. 
for this week's rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.